0: Hello cinephiles and welcome to Silver Screen Sips, a podcast where three idiot friends talk about movies and Isaiah gets drunk at one in the afternoon before he's supposed to go to work. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. Nothing could be more Big Lou energy than that.
1: All right, I'm taking I'm so should I take a shot first? Like, what's up?
2: Oh, no, 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 no. We got to explain what it is.
1: Okay, go
2: ahead. Our listeners right. don't
0: know. All right. So uh, my job from the beginning of our podcast to now, even though I made it very last minute.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was to come up with our own silver screen sip. Um, it was kind of inspired by the B-52 because it matches the colors that we have on our, um, you know, our podcast on YouTube. Also, if you guys can hear him, we have a special guest. It is my nephew, Felipe. Um, he's about to turn one. He's an adorable little guy. He might scream. We'll see. I might scream if he throws himself off the bed. Um, anyway, going back to our silver screen sip. Um, I chose Bailey's Irish Cream. Duncan Hines Chocolate Drizzle. There we go. A Cara Cara Naval Orange. So this has like a nice red center compared to what you usually see when you open an orange. It's also a little smaller. Um, and it has a very sweet taste to it. So what I did was I took the chocolate drizzle and I spread it on the on a slice of the cara cara orange. I poured a shot of Bailey's. I slammed the shot and then I took a bite of the orange. I was actually very pleasantly surprised because I initially thought I had just bu- I had cut a slice of regular orange and gone for the uh, for the shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was expecting like a very bitter contrast between the Bailey's and the acidity of an orange. But I was pleasantly surprised. Now, as a caracara cara would make this sweet, I think you can still do it with a, pre- with a regular orange slice. We're about to find
1: out. Yeah, we're about to find out. I don't have a caraca orange. I have a regular navel orange because uh, Publix does not have caraco oranges, and I found that out too late. I couldn't find the chocolate I actually couldn't find the chocolate drizzle either, so I had to use I'm using chocolate. Like Yeah, regular. Any chocolate will do. For <laughs> those I who just...
2: can't, can't find specific brands, we're about to find out if this will do.
1: Yeah, we're about to find out if the generic version works. So
2: so this isn't really a silver screen sipping drink. This is a silver screen so- shot, but we're going to call it the silver screen sip because it just has a nicer ring. Here we go. Oh, I off. Turn wait, 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 Don't take it. I don't have a... This
1: is a new computer. I don't have a webcam. <sighs> You
0: fool.
2: Okay, that's fine. I'll take your word for it.
0: <laughs> okay. Send us a Snapchat or something. Yeah. I don't got enough hands for that, bro. bro Set it up. You, you can you... press record and
2: put it down. All
0: right, we're yeah. Gonna... We're just going to do a video. Hopefully Boomer. This works. Boomer ass. And I'm the old one in here.
2: I know.
1: Hold up. Alright, let's pray that my phone doesn't fall over.
2: Now, for those... while well, Isaiah is setting this up. Um, for those of you that follow us on our Instagram... We did post a video of Lewis taking this shot, so you guys probably have heard of it. But right now is our first time actually trying. So, technically,
0: their first time.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> oh my god, the chocolate syrup's getting everywhere. Okay, this is
2: great without seeing what's happening. The imagery in my head. You know, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. I'm honest. It's not that bad. Not I, bad? Thought
1: it, I thought it'd be worse. To be honest.
2: Well, well, what would you rate it? I
1: give it like a three, a three point five, four out of Wow. Wow. With an,
2: with the orange,
1: with the orange, yeah. If it was if it was officially like the official car, car orange and the chocolate drizzle, I think it'd probably be a good like four point five. Wow,
2: you heard it here, folks! Our drink is the best drink out there.
1: I'm using the generic like substitutes. I'm gonna go with that. It's like a three point
0: five out uh procrastinators make diamonds under pressure. So
2: yes. So if you guys want to try our Silver Screen sip, go buy Bailey's, and orange, and chocolate syrup, basically. But if you want to get a little more special, get the, the car car orange.
1: I just like to make a disclaimer that um I was not procrastinating. I actually got it two days early. I was just too lazy to go to Walmart instead of my local <laughs> Publix <laughs> because and
2: I, was mean, a- I don't want to drink at one o'clock in the afternoon
0: for once. I mean, for once, yeah. There we go. Thank you for the disclaimer <laughs> at the end there. She, she was lately. She's been making me seem like I'm sober. So. <laughs>
2: Oof. <laughs> Wait, I'm proud. I
0: mean- I'm, that's not that's not that's not a bad thing. I'm very proud. Yeah. But, um, I actually have been kind of sober. I lately, actually, I made a weird.
2: mudslide for the first time yesterday. I think you mudslide. would like a mudslide. Yeah, I think you'd like a mudslide, Isaiah.
0: Yeah, he
1: would. He what's definitely would.
2: It has, it has Kahlua in it. I don't like Kahlua. Yes, Honestly, you do. It's in a white Russian. Yeah, wait, it's, it's the, the coffee liqueur.
1: In- yeah, oh, my bad. I glue Kahlua on its own. I don't like
2: what? it. how? Oh, no, it's Kahlua, Bailey's and fuck, what's the third ingredient?
0: God, you put so much syrup on there. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, is it
2: sent? Did the video send?
0: Yeah, he got it, it sent to our we Snapchat. We got to post
2: your. We got to post his video too. Oh my god, that. Oh my god, that is oh so much god. syrup.
0: Yeah, don't post. Don't put that much syrup. Just just drizzle it on, guys. It was actually
1: because it was soaking in, and I kept on putting more because I was like, "Oh crap, where did all it slid all, all off
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, I think that's the the thing about the Duncan Hines because, like, if you keep it cold, it'll stay thick. Um, we like our boys thick. Hell yeah, brother. Thick boy nation. Woo! <laughs> anyways, shout, guys. Shout out to Two Bears One Cave for being <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts to listen to and also having the sickest merch. I love you, Bert and Tom. Thick boy nation! God.
2: So anyway. <laughs> anyways.
0: Sorry. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> you just
2: fangirled a little bit there.
0: I did. Okay.
2: It's like Isaiah with Hans Zimmer. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And also, I'm gonna fangirl a little more. I'm seeing Tom Segura in November. Also, isn't
2: your profile picture on Discord Tom Segura?
0: That is correct. Yeah, he's his dad. I'm gonna meet he, myself in the future or something. Oh. <laughs> that's okay. I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell him he's my dad.
2: You, <laughs> you have your fan fangirling over Tom Segura, <laughs> Isaiah's Hans Zimmer, and I'm Elizabeth Olsen. I think that's all fair.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, your fangirling for Elizabeth Olsen is more, well, you're going to marry her. so. Well,
2: yeah, it's, that's inevitable.
0: I'm not going to marry Tom Segura. I'm going to treat him like he's my dad.
2: I mean, I'll treat her like she's my mom. Me, never mind. Hey. I'll that
0: out. Oh, <laughs> no, you got to keep that in. Keep that in. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: I couldn't even finish that sentence. I literally started laughing halfway through. Oh, jeez i'm gonna treat her like she's my daddy too oh my god anyways elizabeth and if you, if you if you're listening because i know you are because you're so supportive of me um how you doing
0: how you doing you're doing oh anyway
2: okay so guys we haven't even really officially started this episode we kind of just jumped right in um yeah, obviously brother. down the bottom today, today's a little today's a chaotic episode as if they all aren't um this is our listeners episode so we're taking your suggestions and we're talking about the movies each of us have watched one of the movies you've suggested um so each one of us will take turns talking about the movie we watched and what we thought of it um so just bear in mind that we might we might have hated the film you suggested so don't get your feelings hurt we love you all i'm talking about the movie i have
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, also, uh, submit more movies. We want more movies. Give us a lot of movies. Yes.
2: And, yes, maybe, yes.
1: and maybe we can get Beth to watch Dune.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I That's had cool. I had someone actually messaged me after our last episode. They were like, oh, so I could just make five or six different emails? And I was like, no, please don't. <laughs> I was like, you guys put this thought in their head. Um, so yeah, if you have any suggestions, email us at silverscreensips at gmail.com. And let us know what you want us um, to watch. And we'll do it in the next listener's episode. Or
1: you can go to our link tree. There's a simple email <laughs> button right there. You just type in what you there want. It is. And then you get Thanks it. to Isaiah. Hi, I'm IT. I learned how to build my own computer and it was hell.
2: <laughs> so we have our suggestions for today. We're going to talk a little bit about each movie. And then um, that's pretty much going to be it for today's episode. We're not doing anything crazy. We're just doing your suggestions. So All who right, wants to go so- first?
0: Uh, well, also to add, since we are just doing the listeners episode and, you know, we talked about our silver screen sip already. That is our uh, drink of the day, as yes. has been a longstanding uh, theme in our segments so far. Um, yes, yes. I'd like to I'd like to start off with our one of our three movies. Um, shout out to Monica Harvey for re- recommending Call Me By Your Name. It was actually a very adorable and um, not a relatable film in a sense um so if you don't know what call me by your name is um the story centers around two young men played by army hammer and timothy chalamet chalamet yes chalamet chalamet i don't know how all right um so i believe if i'm not mis- if i wasn't mistaken timothy chalamet was playing the younger of the two they are two young men who are in italy um they're both young Jewish boys. I'm going to try and keep this from being like a full on spoiler of the movie and more of like just a general idea. Timothy's character, his name is Elio. Army Hammer's character is Oliver. Elio, his father, is a professor of archaeology who ends up having a grad student named, you know, which is Oliver, um, come stay with the family in Italy and help with like paperwork and research and stuff like that. And, you know, this is during like a short summer period, right? They go through a lot Together throughout the movie, kind of just experiment with who they are and how they feel and that kind of thing. Uh, something that I thought was really nice about how it was done is that you don't have the usual build up and like climax scene that you have throughout most like screenplays. And this is that way more is like a. It's also set in a way more realistic setting. Like you know how like in most movies when you have characters talking in like a public place you know, the, the, the cars and stuff pan, um, passing by is more like background noise, right? Mm. Um, and this one, it actually kind of keep, there's this one scene where they're in a public setting and they're trying to talk to each other and they actually have to, like, they, rather than the editing, making it so that the cars are background noise, they actually raise their voices as if you were actually there talking to each other and hearing them, con- you know, like talk converse. at another table. Yeah, converse at another table. So it kind of helps you feel like very immersed in the film. Interesting. I thought that was really, uh, that's a very unique thing to do in films. I actually really liked how they did that. I feel like it fed in more to the story a little bit. And based on like how this is surrounding like a, you know, a young gay romance, it actually reminded me of one of my favorite poets. Um, His name is John Keats. And in high school, I learned about uh, some people may relate to this. Some people may not. When I was in high school, I learned about the romantic poets first a uh, good amount of my time in my English honors class um, in my senior year. And John Keats was probably one of the most famous of all the romantic love poets, um, especially with his letters to his love letters to Fanny Braun. One of the things they kind of foc- one of the themes they focused on the film was, you know, like how it's just like a summer. Right. It's almost like a summer romance. So this is very, it's going to be very quick, very fleeting, very, they're enjoying the moment as much as they can, but they also realize that there's not a lot of time left. Mm. Um, And to quote John Keats here, um, in one of his letters to Fanny Braun, he says, I almost wish we were butterflies and lived but three summer days, three such days with you, I could fill with more delight than 50 common years could ever contain. Aww. I know it's a very sweet thing and it's also why I love Keats so much because he's he fuels my inner romantic a lot. I feel like it it that quote itself encapsulates a big theme in this film. And it has a very interesting ending. There's also um a very how do I put this? There's a the film makes you think about a lot of the details surrounding the characters, right mm-hmm. like the the nature and the the insects and and cars and like all that other stuff, kind of like how I was talking earlier about like the cars aren't background noise, so something you, you kind of want to pay attention to when you watch the film is some of the aspects about the nature or like the animals or anything like that that might show up in the film. Um, they actually play a, a very big part of what happens in the final um scene, so yeah. One of the things that's very unique about how Call Me By Your Name is done is that it doesn't center on being a gay film, in a sense. It centers more on, like, self-discovery and growing up and that kind of thing. Um, And I thought that was very, very important to how they they set up the story, you know, because there wasn't like this whole bias towards being like, I'm figuring out I'm gay. It could be like, I'm figuring out I'm gay, bi, straight, what have you, because there's a lot that happens throughout the film. and one thing I did want to. Oh, one more thing I did want to add. Uh, something that I would have changed actually in the film, and people will understand this when they see this. So I'm, it's not a total spoiler. I wish there was more um, background to the characters because, okay. like their backstories. Because mm-hmm. you, you only learn what they, the way they set up the story is. You only learn what you need to know versus like actually giving them like a whole like um, biography of sorts. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how to put it. But it's not. It's not bad for the way the story was written.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It just, it would have been like a nice addition in a sense. Monica, great recommendation. I'm going to give this a four out of five. I highly recommend other people watch this. If you're like a big, you know, softy like me overall. Yeah. Great film. Um, Very well done.
2: That's fair. I will also add a little bit to that. Um, So I personally haven't seen the movie. I've it's on my list. I just haven't really gotten the chance to actually sit down and watch it but i do really enjoy the soundtrack um forget how to i don't remember how to say his name but it's like stuff i could i'm gonna butcher this so it's like stuff soof john stevens i don't know how to say his first name i'm sorry but i really like that um him he's an artist he does like his music is just very unique and i was a big fan of him before this movie came out so when i found out that he did a bunch of songs for the movie. I was all over it. And I have a lot of his songs in my playlist on Spotify. So
0: uh, for just for the sake of pronoun, uh, so you can know the pronunciation. It's Sufjan. Sufyan. Thank you. Yes. That sounds better. <laughs>
2: you, actually, you were actually, you were actually
0: pretty close from the you said it. Cause I would have read it the same way. Uh, well,
2: he was, he, um, he did a life, a strange song, if I'm not mistaken. Great game. Oh, yes. In the not in the first Life is Strange, but in the one with the two brothers, um, he did a few. I think he did a few songs for them uh, or at least one song. I think it was Death with Dignity. He did for for that game. And it was a re- that's what got me on him was actually from that game. So nice. then when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute. I recognize that name. Nice.
0: Um, I've so that sums up my review of this film um, again. Four out of five stars. Thank you, Monica. Yes. Uh, shout out to Monica. Monica. And Monica. <clears throat> and nice. nice voice crack. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm still like dealing with this cough kind of thing. Um, anyway, uh, Isaiah, do you want to go next or Beth, do you want to go next? It's up to you two. Yes,
2: I would love to go first uh, or second, technically. So my film was um, suggested to me be, uh, by Jose Gonzalez because he hates me. And he suggested don't look up because we've talked about it a couple of times um, throughout the episodes, briefly, briefly, for this specific reason that uh, I hate this film. And I, I'm going to go into I'm going to go a little in depth without trying to get too heated um, or any, you know, anything crazy about it. I'm going to actually try and do this from a film standpoint and not from a personal standpoint. OK. So it's time to get my gone try pretentious glasses on. And um, here we go, yeah, I guess.
1: Frames, there's no lenses.
2: Yes. <laughs> so um yes, okay. Actually, this came this came out this episode came out at a perfect time because just recently I watched American Psycho for the first time. I had no idea going into it what it was about. I thought it was like a serial killer kind of vibes didn't know the actual like message behind it, which if you guys don't know the message behind it, or if you haven't seen American psycho, um, it has to do about kind of like big corporate America and how, um, faceless, you know, Always the offer. industries, and how faceless people are in that, in that industry and all of that stuff. Um, and how they just really don't care. Everyone's very like cookie cutter kind of a thing. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, I love, I actually, it's one of my favorite films. Um, uh, just to throw that out there. I knew that it. That makes so much sense. Yeah, right? If uh, Listen,
2: real quick. I'm just throwing this out there. And I told this to Jacob, too. We can cut this part out as well. If, if any guy says American Psycho is their favorite movie, it's a red flag. I'm just throwing that out there.
0: Run away. I, I'm talking about <laughs> how it was done. Oh, yeah. I know, I'm yeah. just
2: kidding. I'm just fucking with you. But I'm just saying oh, okay. I told Jacob this. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, trust me. It's a red flag. After, so after watching that, I re, I didn't realize that's what it was about still. So I actually had to do like, some research and I had Jacob kind of explain to me what the message was behind it. And I was like, you know what? Why
1: is Jacob explaining this to you?
2: Because I didn't understand it. But why Jacob? He was the one that suggested to watch that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he knew what it was about and he was like, I think you might like this because it's filmy or whatever. So, um, So yeah, after I after I found out the actual message behind it, I was like, you know what? I actually can get behind that because it wasn't right in my face. You know, like it was satire, but it was done right. And it wasn't particularly my favorite film just because of the um, unnecessary porn. <laughs> but I think it was good overall. I would I, I rated it I think like a three and a half out of five on my on my uh, letterbox. And now the reason I'm briefly explaining this is because I'm, I'm after watching American psycho, I really did realize why don't look up is bad. Because if you look at it, it's a similar standpoint. Like they're trying to get not the same message across, but they're trying to do the whole satire thing where they're like, Oh, we're going to make a satire and it's going to be about today's issues in politics and our economy, blah, blah, blah. But they do it just, bad they just don't hit the nail on the head there's just something that they miss and i still haven't figured out what it is that they missed on that part maybe it's the fact that they made meryl streep naked i don't know but it just doesn't strike me like yeah at the end meryl streep well she's that's not actually her it's like a stand-in actress but it's supposed to be meryl streep it's just too much for me but um i just feel like it's too in your face to the point where it makes me feel like I'm like a child at daycare. And so, and someone is trying to explain to me like, this is happening, you know, where I feel like with American psycho, I left with it and I had to actually like do more research. Cause I was like, what? I don't understand what just happened. And I was like, I learned on my own kind of a thing instead of getting it thrown in my face. Like I'm five years old now, of course a great, Uh, thing to prove my point. So Don't Look Up's ratings are not as good as American Psycho, for example. Um, Don't Look Up has a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes, um, a 78% audience score, which that's not surprising. And then on IMDb's rating for it, it's a 7.2 out of 10, which might sound good. But when you compare it to American Psycho, American Psycho has a 69% uh, Rotten Tomatoes with an 85% audience score And it has a 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb. So I the point I'm trying to make is while it had its it had its moments where I was like, okay, that was kind of funny. That was like the first 10 minutes, maybe I was like, there's potential. But and it had a stellar cast. Don't get me wrong. The cast was great. And I think that's the only reason why it is okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's just um, man, you guys are both really quiet.
1: I'm listening because I've... Really- yeah, I'm,
0: I'm waiting for you. For I know. Your just,
2: I just feel like I'm, t- I'm the only one talking. It feels weird. Um, <laughs> I don't like well, it. Yeah,
0: that's, how I, that's how I felt because I went like really... I felt like I went really long on what I actually meant to keep short. So, so... Um, I, I just wasn't...
2: That. I wasn't hearing any like mm-hmms or anything. And I was like, ah, I don't like this. This feels weird.
0: My mic didn't really pick up the first one I made.
2: That's okay. I, have, I can barely I have, hear Isaiah, so...
0: My my next comment actually was going to be, I thought it was really a unique take to compare American psycho to don't look up, but
2: yes.
1: Yeah. What do you call it? this? Is a really interesting thesis. Yeah. This, this well, is a
0: very interesting thesis. Thank you.
2: Well, very the impressed. only reason I'm comparing the two is just because I just recently watched American psycho. I mean, I'm sure there's other films out there that are, you know, also like about, political satire but i just feel like if you compare this in american psycho which it's kind of like i guess you could say it's like comparing apples to oranges but the oranges are rotten i
0: think Fair. that's
2: the best way i could
0: put it <laughs> it's like a rotten apple no. twin orange got it
2: yes like
0: which one's a um, rotten apple what do you think clearly it's don't it's uh american psycho obviously uh, obviously look up, more like don't watch it <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry i stole that joke from amy schumer <laughs>
2: Oh, oof!
0: Oof!
1: Which means do Amy, Schumer do Amy, Sh- Amy
2: Schumer. <laughs> you yes. Amy Schumer. Do Amy Schumer. You're
1: well, you're quoting Amy Schumer. Schumer. Do you have a fever? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're right. Well, actually, she probably stole that from someone else. So I'm citing the original source, not the not the secondary.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, I think that just overall, not a good film. It 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 could have been something, but it just wasn't executed the way it should have been. And also another thing, and this is coming more from a film standpoint, because um, I'm an editor and I noticed this. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else did. But in the beginning, you had, there was a very specific editing style. OK, um, within the first like 15, 20 minutes, there was a very uh, creative and unique editing style that they were sticking with for a bit. And then it just stopped. And I don't know, I I don't know what happened if they changed editors or if it, if it was on purpose. I want to know why, but I don't think it was on purpose. I feel like they, well, they did the first 10 minutes of the film. They're like, oh my God, that's really good. And then they kind of just didn't put that same amount of energy into the rest of the film. Because the first like 15 minutes of the film, I actually was like, this isn't that bad. And then it kind of just went off the deep end from there.
1: There's a few moments where I was like, they need to fire the editor because I was like, what the hell are they doing? Like they would cut away from certain people in like the middle of their words and go to someone Mm -hmm. else. Now, I don't know if nobody knows what, uh what true, like what editing there are in film, there are no rules, but there are rules. Like, so like you have to know the rules in order to break them. These are not, if you're going
2: to break them, it has to be for a reason, like with
1: motivation. And these were not rule. And these were like, but these are like solid rules that like you don't break unless you have a very specific reason. Like you
0: don't
1: cut away from somebody. In the middle of like like if I'm saying the sentence right if I'm saying I am doing this because of this and you cut me in the middle of like I'm saying the word doing and it's like really jarring because you're cutting to someone else and it's not for like to see the reaction to that what I just said or anything it's just to cut to that other person because it just seems like you're covering up a mistake of that like something happened in that shot and you had to cut away I don't know why you would just wouldn't start that sentence on the other person so you don't cut away in the middle of it it's weird it's just there's a lot of that there's a lot of jump cutting in the middle of someone speaking and it's really weird and i don't understand why they did that exactly it's it really is like pulls you out for a second you're like why <laughs> what was that
2: mm-hmm. exactly and that's kind of like if they did that for a reason then like i would like to know what the reasoning is behind that so if anyone knows if that was on purpose go ahead and feel free to leave that in the comments but i don't think it was on purpose I don't think there was any motivation behind it. I think it's just a bad movie. So thank you Jose for that suggestion. <laughs> I would rate it I think I rated it a 1 out of 5 because it made me laugh a couple times, but I would never ever watch it again. I would I would like to add a point. Um,
1: there were several times where I thought the movie had ended and it still kept going. <laughs> like I think there was a solid like 3 times where I thought, "Okay, that's the end." Wow. And then it was like, I then I checked the, like how much left of the movie, and there was like an hour left. And I was like, what? How? Yeah. And then I did again. Exactly I it was like, okay, this is I guess this is over now. No, there's still 20 minutes left? How? <laughs> <laughs> and then they did it. And then we're like, all right, that's over. You're telling me there's an after credit scene? What the hell is going <laughs> on? <laughs> and then um, there was another point. What oh, there's a movie that I was just like to point out. 2006, Idiocracy did this move did this concept a hundred times better. Oh,
2: yeah, that's another good. Thank you for pointing that one out.
1: Yeah, like the that one movie was a it was a low budget indie ninety minute film, and it did what Idiocracy was. I mean, sorry, it did what Don't Look Up was trying to do for two and a half hours, and it did it with a fraction of the budget and ten times better. So if you want, so if you want to, if you actually want to watch this movie, but you actually want to watch a good version of this movie, go watch Idiocracy from two thousand six. I I think I put my I put my review on Letterboxd for this movie was a. the thinking man's idiocracy. <laughs> oh so, yeah, yeah.
2: So. Well, that is my rating.
1: Congrats, you made it, you made
0: it through <laughs> again. Uh, my blood pressure is only
2: slightly raised.
0: <laughs> Sounds right. like I shouldn't yeah. watch it.
2: Mm, I mean, I would watch it just so you can understand what we're talking about, but no, it, no it's, it's okay. not. It's not worth your time, in my opinion. Okay, so Isaiah, it is your turn.
1: Nice. All right. So shout out to me Fernandez for giving me the invisible Guest. I'm going to be honest. This movie was pretty good. All right. Now. So, so it's we'll start off with like a synopsis of this movie. So this movie, it's about this young businessman, right? And so he hires a, uh, he has a, he has his lawyer and he's basically this big businessman. Um, he, his lawyer hires him this, uh I forgot what their name is. It's basically like a, a trial proctor. They basically teach them how to like how to answer questions in a trial, so they don't incriminate themselves. Basically, it's they kind of they're like a, they kind of train them on how to talk inside a trial, so they don't mm-hmm. get screwed over. Um, so to make the lawyer's job easier to defend them. Uh, so basically they do that, and then um it then goes through, and so as he's explaining to the proctor, what I'm probably not using the right word, proctor I'm probably not the right word, but we'll use proctor in this situation. He's explaining to the proctor the story of what happened. So that she can now come up with different ways to explain said story, so that he can basically come out as a innocent person in the situation, but you don't know if he's innocent or not because he's the way he's telling story. So you don't. So there's a lot of like intrigue of is he telling the truth? So like he's telling the story, and as he's telling the story, you get to watch what happened basically, and Mm. you don't know whether or not he is telling her the the truth, if he is telling the truth at all. So it's a very unreliable narrator situation. And then, um, so yeah, there's a lot of going back and forth. And so she kind of, so she's trying to like teach him how to like say things properly, if that's the real story. And he kind of catches him in a few lies of him telling a story. And she's like, yo, you gotta tell tell me like the truth. So there's a lot of like, who's lying? Who's really, what's really going on? A lot of that. And there's a lot of like intrigue. And then there's a lot of like, they coming up with their own theories on how to get around the situation and stuff like that. Um, So there's a lot of intrigue, a lot of, Going back and forth, it's very, very good. It's a Spanish movie, by the way. So, um, if you're into, if uh, you're not into reading subtitles, you're probably not like it, which sucks because the movie is mm-hmm. um, people. What, uh, what did uh Bong joon Ho said during his uh Oscar win for Parasite that if the world can get above um looking at the two inches of text, then we call, we can go to like higher <laughs> point of cinema. The, yes, that is one hundred percent true. Very one hundred percent. English language is not. The only language for making films, all right. There's other countries know, yes. especially Korea. But yeah, Spain made a really good movie. <laughs> um So there's not a lot I can say about it without like spoiling the movie because there's a twist at the end. I'm pretty sure nobody would like if you can pick up on the clues they're giving out throughout the movie, you can maybe figure it out. But the ending really does surprise you, You're like holy crap! All right, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> hmm. So I really don't. I'm not going to spoil the movie. I say you go and watch it. Um, it's very very it's very good um there are a few caveats there's a few times i'm like okay that's there's a few situations like the characters make a decision and i'm like why did that character make that decision that is very stupid and it's basically just because they have to get the plot going along i understand that that is a pet peeve of mine where it's like why on earth (laughs) why on earth did that character make that decision in any real situation oh it's only because the, the plot has to have a starting point all right sure i'll i'll it really, it, for me, it takes me, like, you have to suspend your, you have the suspension of disbelief, right? To like, okay, I'll suspend my, dis- but sometimes when characters make like really stupid decisions that even I know are unrealistic, I just, it really takes me out because I'm like, why? Like no actual human being would ever do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's not, it's, it's not bad in this movie. There are movies that do it very egregiously and they're terrible. Um, I, I think I've mentioned that in other movies, uh, but this movie doesn't, it's not as bad sure like some of them be like all right that wouldn't have done that no i don't think anybody would have <laughs> any sane person probably wouldn't have done that but whatever and it happens like maybe once or twice and so it's fine and then but like once you get to it and then as you go through like towards the end of the movie it is a wild ride <laughs> so um i gave this movie a 4 out of 5 because it is really good wow nobody saw nobody's going to see that twist coming and if you did good for you <laughs> um so yeah i recommend you guys go and watch it um it does say it's nc-17 i don't know why um, it might be because it's from Spain and Spain has a different uh, rating system there. And so they had to do the equivalent in America.
2: Oh, true, true.
1: Yeah. So, but it's not NC-17. I would say it's more like a PG-13, maybe scratching rated R, but like, like they use <laughs> like oh, okay. like, like yeah, the, the one F word. Like PG-13, like it's the one F word. They probably use two. That's like why it's rated R. Like that's kind of, that kind of race. Yeah. So
2: yeah. I don't know if anyone knew that, but uh, the, if you're doing a PG-13 movie, you get one F word.
1: And a non-sexual manner it has to be non-sexual.
2: Yes. Um, Okay, well, that's a good rating. (sighs) Oh, my God. I need more caffeine. So thank you for listening, everyone. Um, It was a very, this is a very, this is probably going to be our shortest episode yet. Um, Listeners episodes will probably always be a little bit shorter than our normals just because we don't have any facts or any questions of the day or anything like that. So um, I don't know how long this is going to end up being probably 20, 30 minutes by it would be my guess, but uh, thank you for listening and sticking around. Um, we are starting season two next week. Uh, you guys voted. You placed your vet, uh, your votes and we are going to be doing Harry Potter, which I am very excited about because I love Harry Potter. Um, And we've
0: all seen I Harry Potter. I should be excited. Yes. Right. Isaiah yeah. has seen Harry Potter or he hasn't? I have. Oh,
2: yes, I made him watch them all.
0: Uh, I thought yeah. he still had to do it.
2: No, he hasn't watched Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I have to watch so, The Hobbit too. God dang it! Uh,
2: <laughs> no, I like The Hobbit. Everyone hates it. It's yeah, it good.
1: Great. It was great.
2: I enjoyed him honestly, Isaiah. If any, if we ever have to do Lord of the Rings, I'll watch them all with you and The Hobbits.
0: Yeah, I could join in too if I'm like, free. Without so, a doubt, that is
1: a solid like 36 hours. <laughs> Yeah, you don't fun. want
2: to spend 32 hours with us.
1: I don't want to, wow. I don't want to spend 32 hours in Middle Earth <laughs>
2: <gasps>
1: with
0: us. With us, come on. All right, you know Isaiah, what Isaiah, mean? you're going to
2: take that back because Middle Earth, if I had to live in any fictional world, it would be Middle Earth over Star Wars any day. Yeah. Yeah, we'll serious. get into it.
1: We'll get into it. watch Lord of the Rings. I don't know when that'll happen. Prolong that as long as possible. Guys, but, vote you
2: know, for a season three. Vote for season three to be Lord of the Rings, please, please. I want to watch them all. I don't want to make Isaiah watch them all.
0: Season three is just nine episodes of us reviewing Dune.
2: <laughs> Dear God. You do realize I we'll swear. have to do that eventually.
1: It's going to be, a, it's good. There's multiple movies. No!
2: Yes, never! Maybe.
0: I was kidding. Don't actually vote for Dune. Fuck that shit. How dare you? I mean. All right. Listen, 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 listen. Listening. Lord
2: of the Rings is amazing, Isaiah. You'll change your mind. Just you wait. We'll see. Oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> it's a eh. threatening. <laughs> yes. I'm just gonna have right. like a knife to your back. I'm gonna be like, Do you like it, Isaiah? You like yes, I do. Um, so yeah, everyone. <laughs> Season two, Harry Potter. Stay tuned. Um, we've got a lot of fun things in store. Um, so yeah, if you don't follow us already, you know the whole spiel. You can follow us on Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify at Screen Sips. And we're also on t- Twitter. I almost said titter. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Silver Screen Sip with no S. Um, we, uh, uh, Sad news, guys. We did not make our 100 mark by this week. We are so close, too. We were like 85 or something like that, or 80-something. I know. We were really close.
1: Shame on you guys. Is, spread us across the internet like a virus, like malware. All right, let's do
2: it. <laughs> I think at this point, Point whenever we reach 100 should be when Lewis gets it.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I it was gonna say, like, I, I will forgive Happen you guys and still,
2: we'll get give you another uh, chance. When I get yeah, we'll give you guys another chance. We're forgiving. You have until the end of time to get us to 100. So, oh my god, I'm just kidding. Don't,
0: how about the end please. of the month?
2: Yeah, no, no more, no more. <laughs> we'll just get us to 100 and Lewis will tattoo himself. I have just one for with you. the
0: boss, and the boss is with me.
2: Yes. Um, email us your your uh, movie suggestions for our next listen, listeners episode and you'll get featured in it. Uh, you can also ask us any questions or anything like that. We post every Monday morning, so make sure to give us a listen on whatever platform you use. And we'll see you guys in season two, episode one, which is the Philosopher's Stone
0: or the sorcerer, Sorcerer's Stone. Depends Depending on, on, on what country we'll, you're in. We'll talk about the Philosopher's vs. Sorcerer's Thing. Well, what we'll talk about why they, they're differently named
2: yes yes topic. we will it's very interesting um mm-hmm. so
0: yeah how about a good number? Go the American. go ahead Have say your thing
2: God. go ahead say your thing lewis excelsior <laughs> there it is
0: <laughs> thanks isaiah? everybody for joining us
2: today say bye isaiah
0: excelsior no
2: yeah no, <laughs> <Yes>! no! <laughs>